you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, available as always on I forgot. That's Twitter. I always said Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Why can I not? I mean, it's iTunes, the, Stitcher, know, iTunes. and somewhere go. else. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave. Dave. <laughs> I can't do that part either. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave. Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available as always on Stitcher, iTunes, and NFL.com slash Shack. Can't say it. What is what is that new little bit of business there, Black Tie? All right, that was me. I screwed it. Oh. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> David, football, football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, available as always on Stitcher, iTunes, and NFL.com slash Shaq. S-H-E-K, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq. We're fully into the offseason now. I have slowly, I guess, accepted the fact that there's just not going to be football for a long time. But fortunately, the football universe continues to provide us with fascinating storylines. I don't know. I don't know if Josh McCown counts as a fascinating storyline, but he'll have to do. We have a hodgepodge of things to kibitz with you about coming up over the next uh, little bit here. I do want to remind you before we jump into it, the as we look back at the last football that we've seen, a.k.a. the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 49, we have been uh, delighted by uh, by getting to keep company with some of the world champions. LeGarrette Blunt, Shane Vereen, Brandon LaFell, all here in Studio 66. Maximum strength! 
over the last week, and uh, there is video evidence uh, to prove it. I encourage you, Nate Demand, you go to NFL.com and look up my conversation with LeGarrette Blunt and Shane Vereen. They weighed in on – we really broke it down video style. We poured over sort of like the film room on Monday, the, uh, the legendary Belichick film breakdown session that happens the day after the game. We did that, but we also veered into – reviewing Katy Perry's halftime performance and uh, and some of that. And also, I made an appearance with the guy seated next to me on the Around the NFL podcast. It was uh, it was a gay time. We did a home-and-home home kind of uh, thing where they also, Dan Hanzoos and Chris Wessling, joined me to kibitz with Brandon LaFell. Yes, Black Tie. It's a major pod- podcast crossover event. Why do you keep calling it home-and-home? Home? You're right. I know. I, I'm, I'm not celebrating it nearly enough, not apparently, enough. Not for at your all. taste. I, what's interesting, too, is I'm getting a lot of uh, feedback from people who've never heard this show before from around the NFL. It's always a fascinating thing. Brian uh, Kluchin, he writes, uh, hey, Dan Hanzoos, please don't ever have Damashek on the pot again. He's the worst. What do you think about Well, let me say hello to the guy seated to my immediate left and here if he's gotten similar feedback. Here he is from London, England, everybody. He is our resident uh, Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? I'm good. In, I'm good. Thank you, Dave. And I, I apologize. I am not a patriot. Not even an actual patriot or a New England patriot. No, yeah. In fact, uh, you outwardly despise our nation, except for our our gridiron. <laughs> Hang on a second. That, if anything's going to get me some hate tweets, it's the fact that I <laughs> outwardly despise the country that I that's, now live in. That's why I'm getting these emails by or these tweets from people who are the, the, this uh, disdain, Dave. Oh, that Dave sure likes the sound of his voice, eh? Well, I got another one of those, <laughs> which I can't truth, deny. I, truth to that one. That's fine. I, you know what? I'm not going to apologize for that one. But that's Hanzoos telling me, hey, Dave, you're uh, you're filibustering here. That's not how we do the news on on our little show. Well, they're very important, those guys. Apparently. I bet so, I bet you they their podcast studio isn't kept to a, a temperature of minus 20. Which yeah, Black, black Tie. Black what gives? Us up with what, are, what are we are we trying to go back and play the NFC title game of 1967 or something like that up in Lambeau Field? Let's just say we're trying to prove Steve Smith wrong. The NFL game is not played in Studio 66. You know? Yeah, guys, but you guys can play it in here. It does Hunter. feel like January football. Right, just here. to it's give rigid. our listeners some some uh, context here, my water has frozen in its bottle <laughs> in the studio. I bet Daniel Jeremiah doesn't have to deal with this stuff. In the meantime, me and Zach Dressler, a.k.a. Foutside, just hanging back here, you know, nice, Cali nice weather. Nice cozy on the right side of the glass yeah. on this day. All right, Black Tie, we're going to talk, I guess, a little fantasy in a bit. Michael Fabiano is going to pay us a visit up here oh, wow. in uh, – 15 to 25 minutes and go over it. I listen. Wait, but first. Elimination you know, Chamber. Whoa. It's a new segment, guys. It's a new segment. Do you hear that? Elimination Chamber. What is that? <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's an Elimination Chamber. I'm going to give you guys four things, and you have to eliminate one. Wait a second. On the basis of how are we eliminating them? Well, uh, up to you. It's totally okay. up to you. There's All four right. things you typically common. So here we go. Isn't what this, are you talking about? We eliminate them. What, well, is it good to be what? eliminated or bad? Uh, is it good or bad? Isn't this how you eliminated Adam Rank from this show? <laughs> the show? You got to eliminate one, guys. You'll figure it out. you figure it out as we go along. First time, new segment. Wide receivers. Des Bryant. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh-huh. Calvin Johnson. Antonio Brown. One has to go. 
But am I ele I, I, I don't understand your game. You just throw this game. I don't even I know like how it, it works. I like all it. You Let's need. make up One the rules. One has to go. One has to go. That's all you need. Go where? To to better places or worse? Well, think about it. Think about it if a Mount Rushmore was becoming only three instead of four. You had to get rid of. Oh, all right. Well, that's what I'm asking. I don't know if I if if I'm elevating. Well, who, am I picking the best of that group? Well, you're, you're getting rid of one. You're kicking one out. You're saying one. Well, that's what I'm at. You I don't decide know. why. Do you want me to stop? I want handsome to stop. Show me how this game works. Okay. I don't understand it. I'm going to eliminate Odell Beckham. <laughs> eliminate. Oh. I'm, I'm eliminating Odell Beckham but on the basis that Megatron's proved it over multiple years. Des Bryant's proved it over multiple years. Antonio Brown, a little newer, but he's he's... Odell Beckham's done it over eight games. Let's just wait and see what happens. You know, yeah, he's he's obviously on track to be one of the one of the best receivers in the NFL. But he is he does he belong in that group right now? I'd say that I'd say we've moved a little quickly on Odell you, Beckham. Have you seen his soccer and basketball skills? His all-around all athletic skills. He's been black guy. It's Jordan. Valentine's uh, Day coming up here, and you know, for all you know, Russell Wilson might be listening, and he will not appreciate right. you speaking this highly of another man. Because Russell Wilson doesn't play soccer as well as Odell Beckham. Well, Black Tie's very much in love with Russell Wilson, but his really? his uh, Odell Beckham affection is really Well, I'm actually not that big of a fan, but I could tell he's a he's a big he's a he's a real deal. He's legit. All right. Legit. Check. What you got? Black Tie the polygamist. Um I will say that's a tough one for you. I mean, yeah, you because you think I should say Antonio Brown, and if I don't, then I'm a, some sort of a homer. But, of course, 115 catches followed by 129 ain't jive. Yeah, I guess Handsome's right. You know you know what? You know what? Let me, get, let me lay, lay one on you. Here's a crazy one. If I'm – since there are no rules apparently to this, I can apply whatever measure I want. That's what I'm talking about. Of course you can. All right, then I'm saying, guess what? Guess who I'm going with? Megatron. Cal Calvin Johnson. That's right. He's the oldest of the group. He has been tremendous. There's no doubt. If he retired tomorrow, how about that as a measure? If he retired tomorrow, does he go to the Hall of Fame? Yes, some Hank. He does. Megatron does. So actually, what you're doing is you you've turned this game on its head. You are elevating. See how I do it? You're elevating Megatron, and you're saying out of that group, he's going to the Hall of Fame. The other three have got to prove well, something. Well, yeah, you know what? I, it, Black Tie gives us a playground. Right. And that's really what I celebrate as a performer, mm -hmm. you know, and, I, and, and I've uh, taken the bait here. And yeah, I'm going to go Calvin Johnson. What, what, look up how old Calvin Johnson is right now. I don't have to look it up. I can tell you. 29. 29. No, he's not that old. 28. He's 28. Oh, actually, he's 29. Wow. He's 29. What did I tell you? So he's 29 years of age. How look up how old Des Bryant is? Des Bryant. Actually, Antonio is Brown 25. is probably 28 himself. Des is point. 26. Des is 26. Find uh, Brown is 27. He's 26 as well. What is the point of this game? I don't understand <laughs> well, let's what have, we're doing. He, he just worked in the studio. Let's have him. All right, here he is, everybody from NFL.com and Beyond, Elliot Harrison. Whoa, how did you Elliot, get Elliot Harrison. Your beard looks good. Thank you. I like it. The, All right, yeah, H. you haven't commented. I like it a lot better, actually. Brandon LaFell liked it quite a bit the other day. I think you're using. He looks like Glenn Campbell. In there. He looks like Glenn Campbell. <laughs> just you for men, look at it. It's gray. I know, but that's that's just your fault for not using. I mean, I know that you are totally gray in real life. <laughs>
and that you just you just <laughs> ran true. out of just for men for beer. That's true. Southern nights. You've caught me. You got the Glenn Campbell beer. I'd be happy. I've said totally. it before. I'll say it again. I would love to be all gray. I would. Lo- I'd walk around like Hemingway for the rest of my days, like Eddie Rabbit, and be drunk for the rest of my days, like Hemingway too. If I had my. What are we brother. talking about? Wide receivers. Handsome. Yeah, I mean, now Black Tie has made up some new cockamamie game. Play the, play play the, the music. Song, play Southern nights. Elimination Chamber. I give you four names or four things, typically common, and you have to get rid of one. Typically common? NFL wide receivers. <laughs> Des Bryant, Calvin Johnson, ODB, Antonio Brown. But it's not clear if Why? it's good to be eliminated or bad, but I'm getting from Black Tie that it's probably I'd bad. I'd eliminate Antonio Brown from that group. Oh, that's silly. See? Because, I like that. Because I'm thinking spectacular. Antonio Brown is just the best. Sometimes there's a difference. Jerry Don't Rice was not spectacular. J- Antonio Brown is the best wide receiver in pro football right now. Period. Well, I mean, listen, I I hate the nitpick. Well, you're eliminating him. I, I hate the nitpick. Because he is spectacular. Wait, you said Go back. He's, he's not great catches than Antonio saying. Brown. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your game is. If you well, said. <laughs> wait a minute. If you said maroon, brown, yellow, and green, I'd eliminate green because I think Thanksgiving colors. Okay, but that doesn't mean that green's not the best color. I like where your head's at. Okay, so Calvin Johnson, Des Bryant, who is the other guy besides Antonio Brown? Oh, OD, 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 By the way, I'm, those el- four I'm eliminating. Yeah. Guess what? I just, from your little one, I just eliminated Maroon. Not a big fan. I don't like Maroon. Yeah. No. No? Yeah. Burgundy or Maroon? Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Too much Elimination <laughs> Chamber. Uh, Black tie. So elimination we, chamber. What is your answer to your little? Oh, like, that's a tough. One. Query here. That's that is a very tough one, but I have to go with Des Bryant, just because I think Antonio Brown. He's probably the best at catching. Catching. He. No one has made more run. spectacular catches over the last couple of years than Antonio Brown, Elliot Harrison. Oh, I disagree. Well, I disagree that. there. I think what is great at is catching across the field and just evading tackles. Yes. Going. Not, the Sunday not, night not catch. I, I refer you to in a loss when the Steelers lost to the Bears on Sunday night football to drop to I believe zero in three. Um, I know what your play a, you're talking a about. A couple of September's ago. That in the back of the end zone, he makes a catch. I mean, it's an impossible catch. Wait a minute. Really uh, a divine grab. Hey, man, I think Antonio Brown is the best of the group, but I've never seen Antonio Brown make a play like Dez made against the Giants where he had the one finger out, where he leaps. Or how about against the Packers? I mean, yeah. the catch, non-catch. When have you ever seen Antonio Brown do that? I mean, how about, you know what? I want to I wanna pat Black Tie on the back because if nothing else, this we got four different answers. To his uh, little, uh, his Elliot little and I idiot. even disagreed. Do we have to do one? Do we do another one, or do you? Are <laughs> well, you it's going to randomly pop up during the show. So I it have just two more shows up. All right, yeah. you know what? Keep if going. we're playing a game, then let's play. Let's play another game that we have not played in quite some time. Follow the tweeter. Don't stop your tweeting. It gives us lots of All right, let's do it, Black Tie. Who should we analyze here in the world of football or pop culture? Who has, in the way we play follow the tweeter is, of course, we pit two guys or two people against one another and see who has more Twitter followers. Black Tie, look them up. Who's in the news? Malcolm Butler of the New England Patriots. Does he have a Twitter account? Yeah, they, they all do. But let's start with a little pop culture here, guys. Probably the biggest story of the week. 
Kanye West or Beck? Who has more Twitter followers? Oh, well, Kanye West. Not Kanye West. How that can would that be not be the greatest upset in the history of follow the tweeter? Right. Who's or be- who's the Elimination be- Chamber. Right. Who's Beck married to? <laughs> uh, I mean, if Kanye West doesn't have, I don't know, I would be surprised who has if he more- has anything less than 10 million. Are you going 10 million with Kanye? What about you, Hank? I, I'd say I'd take the over. And Beck probably has. I mean, Beck's not a zero, although he he's a loser, if you remember. Baby. Yeah, baby. He. Uh, I, I will say. I bet. Yeah. I mean, he's not the. He's been around for a long time, and he has he's a sort of a hipster vibe to him. I'll go two point three. Oh, I. Uh, that's pretty aggressive. Even I was gonna say, I'll say one point three for Beck. I'm gonna go nine point eight for Kanye, and I'm gonna go. 4.5 for Beck. Wow. Well, all right. Well, um, very, very high on Beck. He only has 250,000. Wow. Um, Dave Damashek's got more. What's interesting about <laughs> yeah, right. what's interesting about his Twitter timeline is that you can just straight on purchase his album straight from the top of his uh, timeline. That's uh, That seems album very Beck-like. Year. Go ahead and purchase his album. Kanye, on the other hand, has 11.2 million followers. Boom. Really interesting fact about Kanye's Twitter, though. He's only following one person. Anyone want to guess who that one person is? Beyonce. Kim Kim Kardashian. That is correct. West. Well, which one is correct? Well, Kim Kardashian. He's following Delonte. It would be very crazy. It would be very. Malcolm Butler. You know, I I, I can't be the first person to point this out, but what is his fixation with Beyonce? It's a little creepy if you're Kim Kardashian, isn't it? And also, is he in a position, Kanye West, to evaluate other people's credentials as artists? When he is married to Kim Kardashian, <laughs> true or no? Fair oh, or not? But I mean, it's a different, it's a different realm. How right? legitimate can you be? I'm well. Listen, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, who uh, who was married uh, to? Um, uh, I'm trying to uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 I'm trying to. I'm trying to summon another famous person. Dimaggio was married to Henry Miller. Doug Free. Wait, Henry Miller was married to Marilyn. To Marilyn, Monroe, right? Henry Miller. Correct. So that's a smart guy. Who else has been? Alan Ball. Not that Ma- Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, though, deserves more respect than I suppose Kim Kardashian does. All right, hey, next. Hey, let's be nice about Kim. Her and I are actually quite good friends. So. I, I, I I didn't realize. Yeah. Kim and I Kim and I have a little bit of history. Uh, how so? Um, uh, Kim, this is a story that Black Ties wanted me to tell on this for podcast years. for some time. See what happens when you let your hair down, Kim. Um, we just we're we're rolling with it. It's a, that's what it is. Black tie is this silly game kind of things. I have my silly game, and now it's story time with handsome Hank. Kim, I don't know if you know, was um, once dated NFL star Reggie Bush. I did hear actually about when that. he was in college, as well as in the NFL. Oh, you're kidding! I, I think they got that. together in um, the city of Los Angeles um, when he was at USC, a star hmm. there. I was anyway. Aware. One time uh, when I used to work in London. Reggie Bush and the New Orleans Saints played the San Diego Chargers in 2008 in the second uh, NFL. It's a muddy game. Series it's game. Big picture. Wasn't in as your... muddy as the first game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, in July of that year, the game was played in October and July of that year. Reggie Bush and Ladanian Tomlinson came over as kind of representatives for the two teams to you know to do some press and and get it get people hyped about the game. And Reggie brought the delightful Kim Kardashian with him. Kim and I spent some time together. She's a thoroughly nice one-on-one. 
One on one, yeah. Absolutely. Really? She's a very nice. She woman. doesn't have handlers laying about. She had some handlers, but she and I hit it off. We talked a little bit. Reggie wanted to surprise Kim. What time of day is this? Uh, I spoke to her at all times of day. Really? But I'll tell you a true story. Reggie wanted to surprise Kim with. Um, they were going to see the premiere of. Will Smith made a movie about a sort of drunk superhero. Do you remember yes. that one? I can't, remember I can't recall. Hancock. Hancock. Thank you, Black Tie. And Black um, seen just it. a garbage movie. <laughs> <It's> a <laughs> Black really I've seen never it. seen it. I've never Black seen it. Black Does it can't that. decide if it's supposed to be I've funny seen or not? It and it's terrible. Yeah, yeah it's really bad. Um, so, <laughs> so Reggie, they were, it was premiering in London that night at uh, in in Leicester Square, where um, movie you know that's where movie premieres happen. And Reggie wanted to surprise Kim. They were going to the premiere by getting her a Rolls Royce Silver Phantom, I think it's called. And 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 again, I uh, you know I was looking after him, and he said, "Can you help me get a Rolls Royce for you know in three hours' time to take us to this premiere?" And so I I managed to somehow, and I, it is truly one of the um, one of the achievements of my lifetime that I managed to make this happen. So we're waiting in the hotel. <laughs> what, what are you as valet? Kind you of. You have yeah. to come up with a I don't uh, know. A Rolls but I helped him. Or... I helped him out, you know. And so I managed to get for free this this Rolls Royce <laughs> Phantom to show up, and it's a beautiful. Come on, then the three of us are Rolls Royce awaits. Let's go on our magic night together. The them. three of us. I didn't go with them. I ushered oh. them into the car. It was a big silver beast of a car that was going to take them from their hotel in London to Leicester Square where the where the premiere happens and Kim's all you know she's come downstairs she's looking radiant she's mag- a magnificent she? beast she's what about beautiful, when, beautiful. what about when she's uh, in more casual she's times. also beautiful really but, I mean she doesn't she's not like she doesn't hang out oh she didn't with me she wasn't hanging out with the without the makeup or anything what's else. the tuchus like in person it's I mean you know, it's, it's is it sizable it's, Does it's it noticeable it's something it stands out to you eye catching it is okay. It's eye catching. Anyway, in a positive just to continue way. Continue this story. She she obviously she wanted to be photographed on the red carpet. This this Rolls Royce turns up, and uh, London streets, if you've been to London, are a little smaller than than you know the the boulevards that the Americans have built around uh, around um, America, obviously. And not um, wide enough for a tuchus. <laughs> well, that the the tuckers of the of the of the Rolls Royce was actually the issue. Ah. In a journey which should have taken somewhere around ten minutes ended up taking forty minutes. On the back of the car, did it have one of those wide loads? But come things. on, Dave, we've she got. She has a big wide bump. I get it. She's got a yes, <laughs> but it took a long time to get got a there big caboose because oh. of the of the narrow streets. And um, when they arrived, the movie had started, and the red carpet media crowd had evaporated. The, the, <laughs> the paparazzi, the paparazzi had basically left. I love so it. So Reggie, you know, turns up, makes he made a big effort to make this happen. They get out on the red carpet. There's you know a couple of fans taking pictures with iPhones. And then the next day, I said, "Hey, Reggie, how did it all work out?" And he said he got the uh, the tongue lashing of a lifetime from Kim <laughs> because they turned up late <laughs> and. Um, and and you know didn't get didn't get seen. I don't understand why that is uh, Reggie's. Res- I mean that must be her default setting is to just be difficult. I can't I imagine. She was very. It, I promise you. I can. Did you have you, a drink with her? I didn't have a drink with her. No, I had a coffee with her. I, I there's a one other story which I could. Do you want to hear one other? story? I love your stories, but first, let's do elimination chamber. I didn't know if we were going to go elimination. Oh, we are going to limit. I was going to do follow the elimination chamber. Here we go. It is, guys. Round two. <laughs> Round two it is. What has happened to this show? I want to hear the cheerleaders. We're going free agency, guys. How long till football season starts? Oh, my God. I can't I, I can't take five months of this. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. These are the free agents. Free agency edition of elimination. Of what? Adam Sue. 
Oh, these are at, we're talking actual pro football. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Dominic Sue, Julius Thomas, DeMarco Murray, and let's see. It's a tough one. Shouldn't you have that? I, I, what what kind of game is this? We got to the second one and you're not even prepared? Justin Houston. <laughs> well, I mean, the obvious answer is Julius Thomas. Julius Thomas's success is predicated to some degree, at least, on the fact that Demarius Thomas is on the field at the same time and uh, some other talented pass catchers, not to mention number 18 and uh, and all the rest. Julius Thomas is who I eliminate. If if I'm get putting together my wish list, unless I'm so desperate to attract a pass catcher to some more abundant offense. I can't but you do imagine. see what the Pats is able to do here with Gronk and obviously Jimmy Graham in the last few years. I mean, if you get a guy with the top tier. Yeah, but Gronk, but not, at, Gronk at, and Jimmy Graham are, let's are try and far list, superior in my book to Julius. Right, let's try and list all the tight ends that Peyton Manning has made look good in his career. you got you got Dallas Clark, who was probably the best of the bunch up until Julius Thomas. You've got the likes of sort of Ben Utecht. You've got um, Marcus Pollard. Marcus Pollard. You've got Elliot Harrison's nemesis, Joel Dreesen. Yeah, Jacob Tammy. Jacob Tammy. All these guys looked looked good, but then you take them away from Peyton Manning. Where are those guys? They're not earning billions. Not to say I, Julius Thomas might not be good. He might be good, but he's not super good. I don't think he's the one that belongs because I was thinking something completely different with that list. See, because I think the exact points that I, may, I agree with all Dave's points, but you can make those points about DeMarco Murray. Without that passing game, without that offensive line, could you stick to Marco Murray in Jacksonville right now and see him run for 1,500 yards? I don't think so. However, Ndamukong Sue is the only guy out of that group that I think presents a distraction. Like, are you willing to accept the extra baggage that could come along with signing him? I don't think Julius Thomas or Murray or but, Justin Houston uh, give you that. Sue is a game changer wherever he goes. Wherever sure. he ends up, forget about the distraction part of it, which I get. But wherever Sue goes, he's going to be a distraction for the opposing offense. Absolutely. Hey, real quick I thought on we were that. just supposed to pick what didn't I like match. it. I like this I game. Absolutely I love what you're, what this you're game. supposed yeah. to do yeah. is yeah. is unclear. So I guess you get to yeah. do whatever you want on yeah. Black Ties. I love game the beard. Here. It's the almost like do. Black Ties done it on purpose, but I'm not going to credit <laughs> <for> that. <laughs> you notice how so Dave's beard on the right side is fully yeah, thick. On the left it, side here. But on the left side, it's like the Florida Everglades. Is that right? little crocodile hunters. You're kidding. Really? It doesn't fill in on. The one you got Burt Reynolds you one side, and you've got like uh, black tie. Take photographic evidence of this. So you got like a twenty-year-old grunge rocker on the left. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. Well, listen, grunge rocker. Here's what I want to talk about. All right, with free agent, uh, with some of these free agents. This is the fun game as we veer into uh, reckless speculation here, we're, because Demarius Thomas is going to get franchise tagged, and so he won't move on, and that takes away our fun. But what if? What is the worst? You know, we did that on NFL.com periodically. We do these instant debates, and the question was, who's the most valuable free agent? Who must be kept by his current team? I don't like playing that. I rather think – I'd rather speculate about where they would be the most devastating. And imagine if Demarius Thomas what – if, what if the Patriots said – all right, we're not going to sign Darrell Revis for another whatever, you know, uh, you know, 10 million, 12 million kind of deal, and instead we're going to devote that money to Demarius Thomas and make that so. That would be diabolical and would make them as prohibitive a favorite in in their conference as there has been a team in a decade. Unless I agree with that, unless the Seahawks signed him and right. got him to bolster their pedestrian group of receivers and uh, and you brought him in there. I mean, uh, well, those play that play that with game with all these guys. Yes. What about how Seattle has zero? I mean, wouldn't wouldn't Russell Wilson 
really do nicely with a guy like Julius Thomas. Wouldn't that be a great ad for them to really open things up even further for those uh, for the for they the just don't use the tight end in that offense. I, I don't know that it's because their tight ends stink. I just don't think they use a tight end in that offense. They began We're, to at the end of the season. Luke Wilson suddenly was getting more targets. Yeah, Luke Wilson. I'm. I guess for me, I think Seattle would spend its money elsewhere. I just don't think they're prioritizing the receiver in the tight end position. I mean, certain teams prioritize certain position groups. I look no further than the team from my own backyard. The Cowboys haven't prioritized safety in years. They just kept, after Darren Woodson couldn't play anymore and Roy Williams went down the tubes, they just kept getting undrafted free agent and guys like Keith Davis. Whereas other teams, it's like, hey, we're going to get a good Troy Palomalu. <laughs> Like that no, star on the side of your Rodney hat for last season. Oh my gosh! Well, Troy Palomalu, I think, is going to retire, but I'm I'm almost a hundred percent that the Steelers are not bringing yeah, him back. Yeah, I would yeah. agree with that. So it, it's a matter retire, of if forty three feels like yeah, I got one more in it. What, what about one, cutting Timmons? What do you mean, cutting Lawrence Timmons? Yeah, that, that was the uh, the Steelers little, are not cutting. That's Lawrence a little speculation Timmons. I saw the other day. From and, whom? That's a, somebody and, who is not following uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just the Steelers I, have zero chance of uh, of dumping Lawrence I, Timmons. I, that I, will not happen. I, I hope I hope you're right. And I I'm a hundred percent sure that they are not speculating. Inside, uh, Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin are not talking about should we get rid of our, uh, the guy who's been our best defensive player for the last uh, five years. And I really hope that Shazier can get back on the field. That would be really nice because I really think that guy can play. Just What about what's wor- what's worse, handsome? What if Indomitian Sue goes to Seattle where he supposedly wants to go? He's from that part of the nation. No way. I just I don't see it happening. It's Why not, not that? Why couldn't that? Happen? I think the Steelers no, would cut think, Lawrence Timmons before Indomitian Sue ends up. I in think Seattle. the Seahawks are about to spend an awful lot of money on Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. I just yeah. don't. I don't know how you make that work. I mean, it's the same reason he's leaving the Lions is because the Lions have invested a ton of money in. Let's Stafford do this one. Megatron. Josh McCown. Where should he go? Boy, isn't it sad that that's the that that's the well, hottest well, name? In, in the um, it's not anybody the, out there who can possibly. Bill, one of these vacancies for in these the, otherwise half. Well, where did Mark Tressman just go? Baltimore. That, that's okay. not fun. Baltimore. It's not fun. Is that Nina Simone? It depends if Josh McCown fancies himself a guy who should be starting. He's certainly not going to supplant Joe Flacco. Okay, right, so but, if you're... The, but we went through a list on the big super crossover podcast that Black Tie organized earlier in the week. We went through the list of teams that might need a quarterback. I think we came up with like eight to ten teams. You know, we th- we assume that let's assume Tampa Bay is probably going to pick one at the top of the draft, whichever the two uh, that they like. You got the Jets, you got the. Bills, Can you imagine the- if they took Marcus Mar- uh, Mariota? What a, what a terrible PR well, move that. Yesterday, would be. Charles Davis um, of NFL.com, and you know, obviously a guy who knows college football very well, did his first mock draft of the year. You can find it at NFL.com/slash/mock-drafts, and um, and. Ever, all of our other mock drafts up until now, Jameis Winston's been the number one pick. He had Mariota going one to the Bucks. He had Winston dropping all the way to ten to the St. Louis Rams. That ain't gonna happen. There, I, I, I think the only enough, way I think the, there are red flags enough that teams. I might agree, say, but the asterisk that I put next to Jameis Winston will be the first pick, unless he does something between now and what then. if what if more stuff emerges about the things that, that well that's what I'm getting I think at. the Steelers something have more it, chance of cutting Lawrence Timmons than Jameis Winston makes it to the 10th overall pick. I don't think no he's going to go to 10 either but I don't know I don't think it's an absolute lock at this I stage. told you everybody loves everybody who can afford to ascend the Mount Pius to evaluate these guys 
will make statements like who's going to take, who, you know, same people who said who would ever sign Michael Vick, you know, as he was uh, getting out of the pokey. No one, what team would ever touch him? Anyone who needs that. There are so many teams where the morality takes a backseat to to need, whether you like that or not, that is the way these things but, I mean, okay, let- operate. And I told you the same thing about Jadavian Clowney. How dare Jadavian Clowney not uh, play in, at South Carolina when he watches his teammate Marcus Lattimore ruin what, uh, I mean, really legitimately has now ruined his pro career. I, I feel I bad for Marcus Lattimore. I agree with you, but I think... Jadavian Clowney's like, I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy. And so he basically shelved himself, and everybody said, well, that shows he doesn't have a motor or a desire. I said he will still be the first overall pick, and so he was. He Jameis was, but that's Winston, a very different thing. That's not the same as what Jameis Winston is Oh, but it's the doing. same people, Handsome. It's the same residents of Mount Pius who get into that mindset about Jameis Winston is not a kind of kid who can represent our organization. He is the face. Oh, listen, settle down. Settle but, down. You, okay, we I, were I, talking about free agency, though, we right? Were, but I, don't, yeah. I, I just want to finish the point here. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with anything you're saying, but NFL owners um, are generally a fairly conservative type of person, and they need to sign off. Whatever you say, like most teams will, while, yes, there's a guy in charge of drafting and football and coaching and whatever else, and then the full owner will want some sign-off on, on who their team's picking. I don't know what the case is I with don't the think, Glazers. But I don't think Tampa there are very Bay. many. I, I, what I don't think, I think the Rooney's in Pittsburgh, the mayor is in New York. There are very few of those that actually live the or, or roll the way that you're implying that all these heads of these major billion-dollar corporations, these individual teams – Operate. You see it with uh, with uh, Jerry Jones at the uh, at the draft last yeah, but year. Dave, you just he's chomping at the bit. They become fans. They be, they become giddy. They become giddy. Uh, you know, teenage and Johnny fans. Oh, Johnny Manziel, we gotta take him. And they have to be talked off the ledge by football people. If, but if, Johnny Manziel has. But this is a different situation. What? I, look, I. I, I think Winston's probably the best player in the draft. And if that's if you need a quarterback, why wouldn't you do that? But I don't. I don't. I, I think there's. What Johnny Manziel did in college was high jinx. What Winston is accused of—I <laughs> like your pronunciation wow. of high jinx. High jinx. Hey, high jinx. Dave, I think you just proved your point without intending to. You said the name Rooney when you were talking about. Yeah, there's a few owners like that that wouldn't do it. Well, actually, the Steelers didn't exactly stick to their guns with Ben Roethlisberger. There was all these thoughts that they would get rid of him. Remember moving him to the Rams after the the uh, case a couple years ago. Right? They tried to. Ah, they could have gotten rid of Ben Roethlisberger if they wanted to, and they chose not to. So I think you're actually proving your own point. There isn't an owner out there. I don't, or I don't think there's an owner out there that's going to make that kind of stand. That's this the the NFL today with things that have happened in the last. I year hope you're a right. A little bit of a different place. I don't. I don't. I don't care whether I'm right. I don't want to be right necessarily on this one. I'm just saying the NFL is a bit of a different place. Place. I hear. I you. think there are. I think there are different concerns about players. Than Can I bring this full circle then? Yes, please. So we were talking about free agency and going exactly with the topic you're talking about. To me, the most interesting name is Greg Hardy. Right. Yeah. I mean, where do you find a Greg? That's so right. Yeah. Where do you find a Greg Hardy? Yeah. You you don't because Justin Houston is not getting away right. from Kansas City. So. As an owner, either one of you guys, for example, the Roonies, would the Roonies say, now I know they play 3-4, it's different, but would they say, you know what, we're not going to bring a guy like Greg Hardy, even though we have the funds and we really need him, I'm saying hypothetical, because 
of what happened. Do you yeah. think there are a lot of owners that would do that? A lot, but th- there are some, but that's my point, is that the idea that there is no market because there are certain teams that will raise the red flag and say, we're not touching that guy, doesn't mean that that's the, the way everybody is going to. No, no, and I wasn't talking absolutes. I wasn't no. saying that no one's going to touch yeah. either James Winston or Greg Hardy, but I think that's a great that's a great equivalent. One name we did. How about Adrian oh. Peterson? Oh, Adrian yeah. Peterson's going somewhere. I mean, now Minnesota says they want him back, which takes away the intrigue from a football perspective. Now they're getting DeMarco but Murray. If DeMarco Murray goes away. What if Murray goes with the Vikings right. and Peterson ends up with Dallas? I, one name we haven't brought up, I'd just love to get you guys' thoughts, is Randall Cobb. Because I'm not so certain that Green Bay is going to bring him back. I think he'll have a lot of suitors. I like the mm-hmm. Chiefs uh, to try and grab Randall Cobb. Right, if they could get someone who could catch a touchdown. Unfortunately, the Chiefs have got huge financial albatross with, with Justin Houston. But a team like that could really, really use him. I don't know. What if the Packers lost him? What if Seattle got him? I mean, oh, that would those, be amazing. Those, <laughs> those are the. I don't think is, they would pay. I don't think they'd ante up. The reckless speculation is uh, in beginning. full effect here. All right, black tie, lay it on us here. We're jumping all over. I want to do another follow the tweeter and oh, follow. We're the not tweeter. doing elimination panic room. What was it called? Elimination oh, chamber. Closet. Oh yeah. Well, Bla- when Handsome's is gonna Black tell another story. Handsome's gonna tell another. You really story. want another story? Yes, I do. But first, follow the tweeter. This one, I want it to be football-based. Let's do this. Malcolm Butler, who uh, three weeks ago, very few people knew who he was, even if you were a big uh, football fan. You didn't know Malcolm Butler. How about this? Who's the biggest star in the Tennessee Titans? Because we've decided that that team has the lowest profile yeah. in the NFL. Didn't we decide that a couple of years ago? Yeah. yeah. You go j- j- well, I've, I've, I, I've, I've forwarded the, the theory, and this has not been proven yet, but I have not gotten a lot of evidence to disprove my hypothesis that the Tennessee Titans disbanded a number of years ago and only exist online and other and and elsewhere as a trick to see if you're actually paying attention to pro football. I don't think they actually I will say are, are a, a group anymore. I can back that up. When have you they're, seen them play? When are they ever around? No, they're, they 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 really don't exist. They're the only fan base that actually lobbies me on Twitter to put them last in the power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop Sankey, you think that's a real name? Oh, that reminds me. Hit it, Black Tie. There's a great new name in the world of football, and I want to celebrate it with song. If you've been listening to me for a long time, you know I used to love singing about uh, the names Jonathan Chichu and uh, Tamu Solani back on the old uh, Corolla show, but I want to veer into some football because football's getting some good ones too. Great new name, just signed. Didn't know about him until a week or two ago. Oh, that sounds strangely familiar. <laughs> No, this is an original. Uh, this is the weirdest show ever. <laughs> There's a running back who's on his way. He's going to UCLA. So, so jamabo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> so, so jamabo. What a name, Black Tie. So so Jamabo. <laughs> All right, enough. Now, I thought Bob back Turbin to the was good. back to the matter at hand. Malcolm Butler, <laughs> an anonymous guy, a couple weeks ago. Who's the highest profile Tennessee Titan? Jake Locker. We've done some research on this. <laughs> Jake, Jake Locker, Locker. I don't even know if he counts as a. But he also doesn't have a Twitter account. Okay. I, I think I know who. Bishop who Sankey. Is. No, I'd say Jarrell Casey. Active. Kendall Wright. 
Oh, you know who probably uh, Jason McCourty, best, best Justin uh, Hunter. What about Delaney Walker? <laughs> what <if it's> Justin? <laughs> <laughs> Delaney Walker. Let's Delaney right, Walker. Delaney Walker is probably I mean, why not the coolest guy? He's a cool if you're guy a Titans that I've met. Fan, who but... are you most excited for? Just Justin Hunter, right? Kendall Wright. Or Kendall Wright. No. Or Justin. Jarrell Hunter. Casey. Yeah, you know. What, wait a minute. What about Casey. Zach Mettenberger? Oh, man. yeah. Man. Zach Mettenberger is the best one. Z yeah. Man. Okay. Let's go. Zach Mettenberger v. Malcolm Butler. I will say Malcolm Butler on the strength of his last uh, fortnight of existence, now is up to... Should have been an MVP. Two, no, he should, should have been MVP. Bad news, guys. MVP. I don't think, That's ludicrous. I don't think Mertenberg has a should Twitter account anymore. Who doesn't? Mettenberg. Yeah. Do you know why yeah. he deleted it? Because his... he kept taking selfies. Of games. So yeah, who... and J.J. Watts scolded. Who's our deuce? Delaney? Delaney Walker Delaney. versus Malcolm Butler. I'll go Jason McCourty, guys. All right. Yeah, but Delaney's yeah, but been on people, network and stuff. He's right. come and, in and visited. And McCourty gets that people thought they were following his brother and accidentally <laughs> followed him. I don't. That doesn't count. They actually have a joint account. So the, the McCourty team. Uh, yeah. Well, that's not fair. That's Defensive not fair. back from the Patriots versus another DB from the Pats. All right, well, Delaney Walker it is. Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker. I'm going to say on the strength of what he has done, Malcolm Butler, and the whole truck thing and all the social cover- social media the coverage of that, I'm going to say he has 220,000 Twitter followers, whereas Delaney Walker has a respectable 155,000. Hank? I'm going to say that Delaney Walker has more for Twitter followers. I'm going to say he has somewhere in the region of about 150, like you said, but I don't think Malcolm Butler has any more than 110. Hmm. And that uh, he's grown by 80,000 in the last week. I'm going to go Delaney Walker, 325. Uh, Malcolm Butler, 280. All right, guys. You guys are going way too high on these. Uh, well, yeah, Delaney you're looking Walker. at the numbers. Look who yeah. knows everything when yeah. he has the numbers in front of him. Delaney Walker has 45,000 followers, and Malcolm Butler has 60,000. I'm pretty sure that's shut up by, like, 40K. Can we do All right, I still game? won. I still Damashek, won, though. Hank, Elliot, Black Tie. Elimination <laughs> game. <laughs> do it! Elimination chamber. I actually have a new one, not what the age Fouts! Fouts gets to vote yeah. first. <laughs> Who do you right. eliminate out of that foursome? Not the fab foursome, the fat foursome. That doesn't work exactly, except for me. Sorry. None of you other four, three are fat. Mm. Who am I going to eliminate out of you four? Yes. <laughs> TD. Yeah, <laughs> black tie goes. Well, That's the right answer. Yeah. Of course, it's it the only some, answer. Yeah. I don't know what uh, what other direction you would possibly go. I don't know what took you so long. Sounds like he just wants to steal my job. All right, here we go. Oh, Let's is. spin the wheel. Oh. It spins and wait, wait, spins. Wait, 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 I got, I got a legitimate. Oh, I thought we were going on to the story time. This is the final one, guys. This show is so weird. <laughs> here it is. Hollywood leading men. Robert Downey Jr., Bradley Cooper, Leonardo DiCaprio. Matthew McConaughey. Eliminate one. Wow. That's tough. Wait, give them to me again now. I want to make DiCaprio, sure I have DiCaprio. Right. Downey Jr. Right. Bradley Cooper. Right. McConaughey. All right. Handsome, you start. I mean, it's tough. Decap is he continues to, to pour out some, you know, some caffeinated uh, uh, movies. I'm going to eliminate Downey. <laughs> I'm getting rid of Downey. And I like him. I like him a lot. But I don't. I mean, the other. I mean, that, all the, those other three are gonna are gonna continue to make. Ap- apart from McConaughey, is also gonna continue to make completely incomprehensible ads. 
Um, I, I think the other three, they're going to continue. I don't care movies. what anybody says. I love the ads. I know you do. That's Nobody cool. told me to buy a Lincoln. I just didn't <laughs> didn't do it because it was cool. I just liked it. You know, actually, <laughs> now that you do, you're not as good looking as him, Elliot, but you do say False. stuff. You but do. you know what? You know what? He, you do have in common with him. Aside from uh, both being from Texas, he is infamous for not liking to shower. Black tie. Having some D.O. <laughs> That's true. That is one of the things about I'm going to say that. Brad Pitt as well. I, I Brad Pitt's another non-shower. Robert Downey Jr. They call him armpit. You going to get rid of Downey? I'm going with my elder, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's got to be Downey Jr. No, it doesn't. It's yeah, Bradley Cooper. Why are you keeping Bradley Cooper over because, the other three? Because all those guys – I'm playing the Elimination Chamber. All those guys have had a pretty consistent run since they've been young. Robert Downey Jr. is like two totally different careers. He's a That's young true. actor who was in uh, Back to School, which is one of the best, most underrated comedies, I think, ever. And then he has this huge mid-career lull. <laughs> I don't know. Legitimately, kinda... ironically, it might be funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's not and, actually good. And he comes back. And even though there's the dearth of consistency, he's probably the most talented of the four. That would be my guy. Uh, yeah, maybe him, but as an entertainer. I'm eliminating him because he's different than the other three. Yeah. As an entertain, uh, well, I don't see that. Well, that's, that's what the Black Eyes game is. here. I love how EA explains yeah. this game. He really explains it. it the correct answer is Bradley Cooper. Why? Why? I mean, I like him fine, but what's what's he done that uh, drops your jaw? I mean, I thought American Sniper. You didn't like him in American Elimination Chamber. Chamber. No, I changing. thought the, uh, we the, the same American Hustle. Is oh I never realized that he's in two movies that uh, start with the word American. But he uh, also does know. a talking raccoon for crying out loud. Can I t- oh, that, that that's terrific. Okay, but I thought I thought the Chaplin Hangover did, was uh, overrated. I mean, the Hangover is fine, but it doesn't stack up with the all-time greats. I encourage everybody go back, dig up the real gems. The In-Laws with Peter Falk and Alan Arkin. That's the funniest movie of all time in my book. Caddyshack remains strong. Bill Murray in his early days. Go back and watch Tootsie, how great Bill Murray is in Groundhog that Day. I'm this hangover jazz is like, what? what is – it's fu- I mean, it's got funny I, moments. I agree with Shaq all the way. Like, Mr. Mom, totally underrated comedy. Another one. 80s definitely. It's going out of Wormhole, guys. Twins. All right, we're not <laughs> – but let me tell you something. DiCaprio is number one because – well, uh, decap, you mean. Decap. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, what about wait a second. Coup? Who was the fourth? Matthew McConaughey, Downey, oh, yeah, McConaughey. Bradley Cooper. I want to make something clear because I've gotten a lot of uh, angry tweets since you the get Jackie a lot. Of, just generally, you get a lot of. Angry I don't care. I don't steer away from it. I embrace it. Let me tell you something. Hank and I have meetings to go to. Matthew McConaughey is uh, is uh, people uh, eviscerated me for saying that the best TV show in the Shecky Awards of 2014 was Fargo. Um, over what? Over, over True, True Detective. Detective. And the reasoning was because I was so devastated by the crummy finale. People, it wasn't crummy. Yeah. It wasn't but what about terrible. the Nick? We talked thought, about it. it. It was The cr- Nick was the, also the, up. the very end was crummy. If you go back, as I did recently, and rewatch that whole final episode, and as I you will enjoy you, it. Silence of the Lambs. It mirrors Silence of the Lambs. Oh, you don't like Silence of the Lambs? No, but what? No, I love it. Well, do I want to see somebody else do the exact same thing? It I guess exactly I don't like same. watching Vince Vaughn Psycho either. It's exactly, why do I want to watch something that mirrors something else so identical? NFL.com's writers has the same voice as Buffalo Bill. Just a side note. <laughs> totally random. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Yes. <laughs> On a show that's been full of just random 
things. That probably was the most random. All right, of them all. so we'll ra- round it out. With I can't. This even, I can't do. I can't mimic it. Let's do one more. Follow the tweeter, then story time. Then Michael Fabiano is behind the glass. Let's do Elliot Harrison and Michael Fabiano. Follow the tweeter. Oh, I like oh, it. Oh yeah. Well, I know how I'll, that one. I'll get oh out. yeah. No, I'll get whipped. Well, it's not let's fantasy do it, season. Let's do it anyway. Though. Babs has a legion of of Twitter followers. I don't have a shot. Let's but do you shot. lose do if you tweet a lot about fantasy in season? Does a percentage no fall off no, in the offseason? Dude, Fabs has the healthiest. I got to give my colleague some credit, man. He's got a heck of a social media following. All right, we'll talk. We'll talk about that in a second. Meantime, follow the tweeter. When you said the biggest story going right now, to me, it's what's going on in the media. And uh, oh, you know, Ooh, I like let's that. Go, like let's go. Let's uh, go. Brian Williams and John Stewart. That's a small. I don't. See, you're gonna have to, however you say, divine this situation for me because I don't. I don't quite follow it with Brian Williams exactly what happened. And I know. I know John Stewart is exiting, but but you're gonna have to. Can you? Can you? Uh, what for those Brian of us Williams listeners do? that don't know exactly Brian what's Williams going. for a decade plus has claimed that he was on a chopper in Iraq that was shot down when in fact he wasn't on that chopper. Okay. And only recently has this come to light. That's that, not how I understood. And the story, then his so explanation okay. is where he really gets into trouble by saying, I don't know how I conflated those two things. Well, because you made it up because it makes you sound <laughs> makes you sound more heroic. What do you mean? Why, why? I don't know how I conflated those things. Wait, we're, so we're supposed to buy Brian Williams that you didn't realize that you weren't on the helicopter until recently? I don't know what happened. You know what? Now that I think about it, it turns out my helicopter wasn't the one that was shot down. <laughs> Get into uh-huh. the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going John Stewart in a blowout. Kill Handsome me. Um... Do it now. I'm going to do Brian Williams. How are you? Yeah, just just. What happened with John Stewart exactly? He just he just said he wanted. He to decided leave he's not going to do the. Is that the? I mean, is that the real? I didn't know if there was an under. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know is there an underlying story there? Is it no, money? Makes, is it? He's been doing tired of it. Forty million dollars a year. He wouldn't walk away for any nefarious reason. I mean, he's I, got enough now. Seems like people are really sad about that. By the way, that I, I do I saw think, that on my I do Facebook. think I do feel the reaction has been a little severe. To be honest with you, I agree with you. It's been a little severe. All right, I say John Stewart. I'll say you're going Williams. Williams. I'll go Elliot. Stewart. John Stewart, go ahead, Black. Tom. All right, um, it's John Stewart in a blowout. Three point two million to Brian Williams, two hundred and twenty-seven. But two hundred and twenty-seven. John Stewart's. Twitter How about account. Fabiano versus right. Brian Williams? Yeah. John Stewart's uh, Twitter account is more of like his news team, not just John Stewart's. It's kind of like the show. And Brian Williams is NBC Nightly News with Brian Williams. That one has a ton, I bet you. Well, I'm sure it does. But Brian Williams' actual Twitter account, not only does it have no when did tweets. When he last tweet? Well, he's never zero tweeted. tweets, okay, well, and he follows four people. You could have told us that at some point. So, who are the four people he follows? I'm going to go John Kim Madden. Kim Kardashian. John Madden. <laughs> Any other guesses? Michael Fabiano. And George Seifert. And Michael Fabiano oh. for his fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Linda Lavin, TV's Alice. All right, and Coolio. Go ahead, handsome. Uh, tell us one more story. Okay, but it's a very quick one. All right, so, the ba- so two days after the last story that I told you, which must be almost two days ago now, um, Kim Kardashian... Reggie Bush, Ladanian Tomlinson, and I needed something to eat. And we went to a pancake restaurant in London. Because what do they Reggie, call you, Hank? Uh, yeah, I guess. Or did that guy, or, you know. What, what's the name of that guy? Who's Where's that English guy? Anyway, 
Went to a restaurant. And he made a, me late for the red carpet. I didn't. I took no responsibility for that whatsoever. I stood back at that point and said, let him take the arrows there. And uh, we went to this pancake restaurant, which Reggie and Kim decided they want to eat pancakes. Pancakes aren't a big deal. And you guys eat pancakes at breakfast You guys. Time. What do you mean, you guys? Americans. Oh, okay. Um, and, and that's it's a little different. Anyway, we went to a pancake place. They want to bacon with their pancake. They don't do bacon and pancakes. They do, like, fruit or whatever. Let me get to my point. That in the restaurant, not in the restaurant, itself. in, in a, central London, is um is at the time the little known Kate Middleton, not known at the time was that she was the girlfriend of Prince William and future um whatever she is princess of somewhere. Um, <laughs> like you, that you don't know, but right. I think she's the Duchess actually of Cambridge. Isn't that the law that you know? If you are heard this way, wouldn't you be expatriated? That's why I'm here. I see. I didn't want to leave the UK, but I had to. I don't know about royalty. Anyway, she, uh, I said, I whispered to the table. She was sitting on the next. I was like, that's the next queen of England or something like that. And Kim <laughs> didn't, didn't like that there was someone who could potentially be more, more royal uh. more royal and more important than her in, in the room. So I basically ruined her time with Reggie in London. Black tie, I have a request. But, they were, but she was extremely nice. What did Ladanian say about it? He was just he must he's have the nicest guy in the he's world. The he's the he must have been in awe of that. I'm I having think. a great time. Hey, I'm just mad we've been sitting on the, these gems for a couple of years. I, I can do an LT impersonation, on, but I'm going to have to ask his permission. Hey. I have a request. Go ahead. We we never do encores, at least not when I've ever been on the show. We never do encores. I would like hit a, it. I like an encore. Let's go. I want to hear the keyboard. Let's go. Oh, I thought you were kidding around. I no, didn't know no, 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 no. I Let's want it. it. Let's go about the new running. Well, back. we do have Fabs waiting. Scott. I know. Bring him in. Fabs doesn't say. mind. Fabs, Fabs you want an encore? Come on. He's coming in. He's coming in right now. Doors opening. Pull your lighters out. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, hit it. It's Look coming. who it is, everybody. What's going on? Why don't you it's, play this? It's song? on its way. There we go. All yeah. right, here we go. Yeah, feel it. I might do a whole slew of Phil Collins. You should slash Genesis songs in honor of my new favorite player. As someone who knows Harrison very well, I am not shocked that you are bopping to this song. There's a running back who's on his way. He's going to UCLA. So, so, Jamabo. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, I'm getting, I'm, I'm starting at the right time because there's that. Do you love Phil Collins, Black Tie? Is he your uh, favorite? I absolutely former? love In the Air Tonight. I mean, anyone who's played sports at any level. <laughs> I can't believe. Absolutely loves that song. I thought that would, was a guarantee. No, I, no, I, I mean, have no respect can't. for Phil Collins. Well, Why would you? Well, no, it's because of this song. He sang Susudio. That negates any other positive deeds. <laughs> he sang this song, Susudio. Wait a second. I'm sorry. It's a sound alike because my song is a complete original. Do you know so, so how to spell Susudio? S U S. It's two S's. Yeah. S. Wait. S U S I O. I'm gonna go S U S S. Su. S-U-S-S-U-D-I-O. I'm going to go S-U-S-U-D-E-O. No, no I, I know there's an I. That's definitely not right. Can we play uh, sure. my version of Elimination Chamber for you? All right, what you got? Are you going to have to play the music? Fabiano's in. Yeah. Elimination Chamber. Has Black Tie seen it? 
Men That's in... a totally different game. No, no, no. <laughs> Men in Black. What? Okay, what are you doing? Men in Black. Independence Day. Men in Black 2 are the King's Speech. This is a ridiculous <laughs> game. Black Eye may has may have seen one of those. No, he's seen three. He's seen three of them. I guarantee. I know that Independence Day is his favorite movie ever. Um, that's for sure. Men in Black One, he watched, and and shortly afterwards, he rented Men in Black Two. He's never even heard of the King's Speech. That will be my guess. I'm gonna just ditto I, on that. I think he is. I think this is the sort of thing that Black Tie does that makes him such a fascinating onion to peel. He has seen Men in Black 2, but has not seen Men That's possible. Is that right, Black Tie? Well, I have seen – well, you guys are mostly wrong. Um, Independence Day is your favorite Independence movie. Day is not my favorite movie at all. Yes, it is. Not at all. It's a good movie from, you know, 10-year-old ch- me thinks it's a good movie, when definitely. When Thunder isn't on. Oh, my God. Uh, Men in Black 1, definitely saw that. Wasn't, wasn't a big fan of that neither. Maybe saw 2, but You've again, wasn't a fan that. of that. Um, King's Speech, I've sort of seen, but not a ton. That hasn't seen. <laughs> sort of. See, what did I tell you? Fascinating. You saw, saw a trailer. It. I, I kind of saw it, but you I don't saw know. A trailer when hey, you Black the Tie, last yeah, thing, and then let's, movie, then let's jump into uh, some uh, some fantasy stuff here. With I got a bone to pick with Fabs, actually. But What's that? I got a bone to pick with Fabs. All right, you can pick it. In a oh, minute. wait a minute. You know what? I actually want everyone in here yeah, to, to debate this. Okay, so. All right, uh, well, we'll get into it. But Black Tie. All right, go ahead, Fabiano. Jump up. Go ahead. Tell you. Tell so, you. can no, I tell the story? Can I? You want to go ahead and tell the story? Why okay, do you? And, and then I'll tell. I let our guests go ahead. And then go I ahead. will Come. tell. And then I will tell the truth. Fabs, go ahead and tell the story. I am the commissioner of a in-house fantasy basketball league, which uh, at the NFL. Yes, that's rigged. I've been running it. What? No, just like go ahead. By the way, I was undefeated in this league last year. I've lost once this year. That's it's rigged. not Fabiano. Rigged. You can never. Here's here's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. If Michael Fabiano is ever the commissioner Here of a uh, fantasy Here we league, go. don't sign up. Here we right. go. Because he sets win the it, rules, sure. and then he knows you know when the free agents are available. You have no chance so to get them. So here's what happened, okay? I don't know if Black Tie was coming back from partying one night and wasn't what, just didn't have his head on screw, uh, screwed on <laughs> right. But in black. He is he, a party hound. He, um, he dropped <laughs> a player. Whiteside from Miami. Hassan Whiteside. He dropped Beast. him, okay. Mistakenly. Pi- okay, fine. Uh, it, it would be a mistake or not. He dropped him, How picked up another that? player. How do you accidentally now, that's, drop somebody? That, now, that's that's question it's number rigged. one. How in the world do you drop a player Pocket that's dial. that Pocket hot? Okay? Yeah, that'd be on my and phone. not realize it 36 hours later, okay? Now... Let's I also, have to hear nothing. Let's else. also fa- black tie is in the wrong. Let's guy. also factor this in. <laughs> you drop in. the let's player, then you say I in. didn't do it, and then you didn't notice it. Hey, Dave, let, let me factor this in as well. He drops him at two o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, mm-hmm. later that night, Whiteside has a career game, goes for twenty and twenty. Okay, no, I, I dropped still- him before that game. Yes, see, I didn't even know. I, I still see. So he has a huge game, and then the next day, thirty-six hours after he dropped oh, it, see, now mistakenly, now you just fabricated. He said, "No, that's uh, that's absolutely true. I like that's that. Absolutely Fabricate. true. Fab. So <laughs> he, said, he sends me a text at almost midnight. Why don't you have a more column than thirty-six? <laughs> more than thirty-six a winner. That's after he mistakenly drops Whiteside, who. To him is LeBron James. He's that good, and why the heck would you ever drop a guy that good mistakenly? But I had already gone to sleep. Waivers runs the next morning. James Coe, one of the hosts of NFL Fantasy Life, picks him up. 
Rig. TD is out of his mind saying that I should get him back because I mistakenly dropped him. All right, let me tell my story. I said, are you out of your mind? So I told him, uh, listen, as a commissioner, I have like an unwritten rule. If a player's dropped mistakenly within 24 hours and they let me know about it, I'll go back and, and put the player back on the roster because waivers hasn't run. What but is this epidemic of people hours? accidentally dropping I know. People. Who does that? Well, all I want to say is, again, I mistakenly dropped this guy. I had no idea I, I dropped him, right? I was on this Hassan Whiteside thing from the start. I knew I had him on my team for two weeks. There's no way I'm dropping this guy who was putting up numbers as good as Will Chamberlain but you back did. in his day. So, obviously, somehow on my phone – Technology screws me over. Jobs us on Whiteside. I tell Fabs before he clears waivers. I'm like, dude, no, obviously did not mean one, to drop Hassan Whiteside. That's why we have a commissioner was, to make up for such computer error. And how all of a sudden you and James Cole are going to gang up on me and take Hassan Whiteside for me when I clearly did not mean to computer drop a guy who error. monster If numbers. I had dropped LaShawn McCoy in a fantasy football That's league, totally different. mistakenly, That's I can guarantee that totally you different. that I would have contacted the commissioner within 10 minutes and said, I just dropped McCoy. My apologies. Can you put him back on my roster? Well, again, I'm not – again, I have, like, the top record in this league. I'm not – it's uh, – No, actually, it's, actually it's you don't. It's this made-up league where, like, the stats, actually, like, skewered. All right, makes the sense. judge has heard enough. The judge but is ready to make his ruling. Fabs doesn't want go to me to leave. Jury. He doesn't want me to leave because he knows First, I'm going, to, I'm going to the jury. Handsome Hank, your thoughts. Uh, can I huddle with Elliot for warmth? <laughs> <laughs> it is cold in here. Cold. It's really cold in here. <laughs> Final oh, verdict. Chilly over here. Black tie is wrong. This is this is an outrage. <laughs> Babs just doesn't want me in his league because he knows I'm one of the no, no, no. guys. I invite you. Hassan Whiteside is not a but guy. I left who the league. Is, I left the league. I was like, you know, I left the league. I, I was like, you know what? If, if, yeah, we're, not, if we're not gonna have a commissioner actually, actually, who stands up. Yeah, I stood up for, for the right thing, for, which for is such you made a mistake. Come on, dude. It's and you paid for it. CPU, the computer made a mistake. You, you still owe me $25 for I love, no, these, no, by the way. What I love happening. is that Black Tie left the league. I love that. I, no, I was like, you know what? I'm out. It's amazing. I still remember, was it two years ago, you and I were on the set of uh, NFL.com Live for Thursday Night Football. and You, you were, and me. Yeah. Right. And you had, you had your laptop out. And somebody was trading you somebody for Josh Gordon or whatever. And you were, I just don't know. And you're looking at me. And then you go, you realize how crazy this is? I'm a 40-something-year-old man <laughs> stressing out about it. I'll tell you who it was. <laughs> it was the worst trade. It almost uh, it almost destroyed me. I traded. I remember this. Josh Gordon for Levian Bell. I remember yes, this. To the sports guy Simmons. And that was right when. Josh Gordon immediately after just went through the roof. Yeah, two back-to-back 200-yard games. Just soared, yeah. and I did ultimately sneak in uh, to the playoffs, so so uh, disaster was avoided. All right, Fabiano. Yes, sir. Here. Michael Fabiano, NFL.com. Michael Fabiano. How do you do your Twitter again? It's at Michael underscore Fabiano. See, at Michael a, Fabiano we never is get our Twitters announced. Nope. He has a good ever. following, Fabiano, in spite of the dreaded underscore. What I'll say yours right we now. Never, at NFL UK Hank. I just tweeted a picture of all three of you guys. And at Harrison NFL. Get rid of the underscore. I think you'll get even more followers. I can't Fabiano. because Michael Fabiano's taken. Oh. Yeah. You should speak to the guy called Michael Fabiano. Let's so see. You're probably I should try. Of, Actually, no, do you know? Getting, he's probably getting a ton of fans. Oh, he does. He does. It must because annoy him. Because he tweeted me. Yeah. Do you know that I created Elliot Harrison's Twitter in this very room? He How did. many years ago? Exhilarating. Yeah. A couple years ago. <laughs> That Fabiano has 196,000 people. I was people. late to the Twitter party. Fabiano, 196,000. Wow, nearly as many as Delaney Walker. Almost as many <laughs> as Brian Williams. Yep. 
it's really quite I'm catching up. I bet you I catch him now that he's suspended for something. And this is all owed to fantasy football, so let's do it here and now. Let's go through it, Fabiano. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's almost weird. I said the black tie. You know the rule here on, in Studio 66. Wait a minute. You guys don't need to go anywhere. You no all play jive. fantasy you football. You know the rule is no jive. And so no jive. I say the black tie and handsome before we started today. We have Fabiano coming in and a handsome and black tie. We're like, do people talk fantasy at this time of year? But Fabiano, you never stop talking about never. it. Never. This is why you have 200,000 like people Dave, following you. Yes. Because Fabi. Wow. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> we, have a hear me. we have a meeting. I, right. didn't, I didn't realize you could hear me. Fine. You have a meeting? All right. See you guys. What do you mean? It's, it's like 12 till. What meeting do you need to run off to at 12 till? Um, the top 20 games of 2014, a big new piece that's coming up on NFL. Nice shoes, Harrison, by the way. You could, have like that meeting, uh, you could have that meeting here and now. All right, let's talk fantasy, though, Fabio. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, does does uh, Harrison feel satiated, or does he need me to sing uh, So So Jama Bogan? You know what? <laughs> I'm going to sing another one. I'm going to say I, this isn't just one off. I'm going to have several songs about So So Jama Bo. I know how I work, and I know that uh, there's more meat on this bone. All right, Fabiano. Yeah. Like I say, I always give you credit because you, unlike even your peers who devote their careers to fantasy, you burn on this year round in football. I mean, you still do obviously basketball and baseball, but you but your passion is pro football. Mm -hmm. And in February, you're already released what you think it's going to look like. Who, what free agent that might move? is going to be the most positively or adversely affected by said move. You would think DeMarco Murray. I mean, that comes that comes right to mind because DeMarco is right now behind the, arguably the best offensive line in the National Football League in an offense that has a very good quarterback in Tony Romo, great weapons, uh, great passing game there with Des Bryant. And if he leaves, there, he's almost guaranteed to see a decline in the offensive line that he plays behind. And also keep in mind that he had 392 carries. That is that, ton. That's, that's the more significant detail. It doesn't matter if he does go back to Dallas. He can. It won't. It won't help him if he goes someplace else with that workload behind a behind a shoddy offensive line. Another free agent to be who likely will move and it will make a huge fantasy impact is Julius Thomas. He's 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 going to drop off though. He's right. He's the assumption that he'll And the tight end position is just awful right now in, in terms Isn't of Isn't that depth. crazy the two years it's ago? So that... bad. I know. Gonzalez was great, Vernon Davis was great, Jason Witten. Well, Vernon Davis fell off the face of the earth last year. Uh Witten was a top 10 guy, but he wasn't as good. Of course, Tony Gonzalez retired and now you're looking at Rob Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham, Julius Thomas, depending on where he lands, and Jimmy then literally Graham, it was, everybody else. was hardly dependable I know. last year. He was a bust. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Gronk, but that is the takeaway. File that nugget away, and it might seem fairly obvious, mm -hmm. but it really is, especially in an auction league or, I mean, you know, middle of the first round. I think this year there's a chance that there will be some – some interesting names showing up in the first round. Yep, I know where you're going to. Rob Gronkowski yep. is, um, I don't mean back end of the first round. I mean, he is like, mm -hmm. uh, uh, to me, the fifth overall pick this year. I mean, really, Levy and Bell. Are That's you going to gamble on, De uh, on DeMarco Murray? I'm not. 
Well, uh, for the reason I have him said, ranked, I believe sixth among running backs right now, six or seven. Run through for me the 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 running back rankings. Well, surely Lev Bell is one. Uh, Jamal Charles is two. No, Eddie Lacy's two. Ah, Eddie right. Lacy's two. Then you've got Matt Forte, uh, Jamal Charles, Sean McCoy. Okay. Because uh, the the reason why I have uh, oh, I left Shady off. How'd I leave? I him? have I have Lacy there at number two is because of his his age. Uh, he hasn't taken a, a lot of wear and tear. He doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his body. Great quarterback that he's playing there with Aaron Rodgers. So defenses can't focus on the run. But he may move ahead of Levian if he's suspended for two games. And All we're right. hearing that that's likely. Boy, yeah, that's that would be. Well, how far? Let me ask you a question. As a Steelers fan and as a fantasy football enthusiast, remember Dave Damashek was on the original NFL Fantasy Live with me, and I definitely miss having you on the show more often. But Levian gets suspended two games. How far does he fall? How far uh, does he fall? Listen, you, you, you know, you, I think if I had the first overall pick, I think I would still take Levy and Bell. Even losing two no, games? No, you know what? No, if I – here's the thing. He's likely – I mean, the way the at least people are speculating, their first game, Pittsburgh's first game, is going to be in Foxborough for the uh, for the annual – Thursday night opener? Yeah, the, okay. the, the kickoff game. And always the home team, the defending champs, win that game. It's always a sl- – not necessarily a slaughter, but – the, the home team always wins that game, so that's a bad spot right out of the gate. Yeah, I guess I would have to knock him down. I hadn't really considered that. Um, it's tough. It's Adrian tough. Peterson. so good. Adrian Peterson comes back to the Vikings or the Cowboys. Okay. He's a first-round pick either a way. A first-round pick. Late first-round pick. Really? I believe so. Ahead of – here, let me say this to you. Shady McCoy, I don't think – I believe me, I went in big on Levy and Bell and Shady McCoy. Mm-hmm. I thought – I have won my fantasy league. It's an auction league. The big ticket league um, is my one auction league. And I got Shady and Lev Bell, and I thought, game over. I mean, it doesn't matter what anybody else does here. Yep. I'm, I have the I have two of the top five running backs there going and a win. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out because of Shady McCoy. And actually, I'll make a second point of why I didn't win, because I've had a revelation, is um, I don't think it's – I don't think that that is a one-off thing that Shady McCoy – is, well, he lost some touches, he lost some touchdowns, lost some catches to Darren Sproles. I think that's going to continue. I, I, and plus, the Polk factor. I think that Levy and Bell, I love, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I love Shady McCoy. I, I, I love watching him, him run. But I don't think from a fantasy perspective, I don't think I would take him in the top three or four anymore. Well, to, he's five to me right now, so he's right on the cusp. He has a trend of putting up better numbers, and I know you don't, subscribe to this kind of thing but he has a trend of putting up better numbers in even numbered years if you look at it it's weird it's like every other year over the last four it's been good bad good but you're right there's question marks because of Darren Sproles's presence there uh, Chris Polk I mean I don't know how much of a threat he's going to be but last year he, he did, got all the goal line he touches it was, goal it was line a touches. killer for me watching Shady McCoy get him down there I would then... I would just still rather have McCoy than most running backs out there Adrian Peterson is a, certainly a question mark, although we've had questions about him before, like coming off of an ACL and he rushed for 2,000 yards. And um, you, you've, DeMarco is probably the biggest question mark in fantasy football among running backs because I, I don't think that I can remember a, a time when a running back led the position in fantasy points and wasn't one of the top three next year, hmm. right? And with all those carries, and you see this, the only running back who had – any kind of success with 390 carries the following year was Eric Dickerson. 
he had about 90% of his production in the second year. Even guys like James Wilder, uh, he had about 70% of the production. And uh, Gerald James Riggs Wilder also. of the Bucks. Oh, I love man. invoking that name. I he was a watching great James Wilder, fantasy yeah. running back. If fantasy had yes, been popular was. back then. Ooh. I was playing fantasy, and I, I had James Wilder. I wasn't, so you were, you were ahead of the game. He was fantastic. But if you look at these running backs who've had 390 carries, they all drop off the following season. Yep. They all drop off. Even Dickerson. He, he covered 90% of his production from his 390 season, but he didn't duplicate it. Uh, and most of the guys, it's it's 50% or lower. It's it's really not a good number. Well, you know, it's interesting, the Adrian Peterson factor. Yes. If he's back and goes to uh, either the Vikings or to— Imagine if uh, he goes to Dallas. With a good offensive My line. My goodness. Well, you think As so, a Cowboys fan and a fantasy guy, I'm, I'm thrilled and excited about that happening. But um, here here's what I would— be on the lookout for happening yep. this year. I think, and you know, you haven't seen, you know, it's an old uh, story now that um, in the actual NFL draft now, running backs are slept on. They let them slide into the second round, even though in other generations, they certainly would have, uh, would have gone in the first round. You watch what's going to happen here with Melvin Gordon and, or, Todd Gurley, depending course. on his health, right. you're not a, you don't watch the college game as much, but you watch these two guys. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley has, uh, you know, got hurt once again. The, you know, another uh, guy who blue chip guy who, you know, hopefully hasn't hurt his pro prospects by getting hurt in his last year of college ball. But if Todd Gurley, there's a real chance that he will go at 31 or 32. If Marshawn Lynch, maybe even if Patriots Marshawn Lynch doesn't, if, maybe Marshawn Lynch does stay. Either way, I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle takes him because he is a banger and he is a he is a handful. Mm-hmm. And Melvin Gordon is more of the game breaker type. He could go to either he could, you know either Gurley or uh, Gordon could go to New England and be devastating. And don't be surprised if your Cowboys don't wind up with Adrian Peterson if they let Demarco Murray go, knowing that they will definitely have a shot. Both Gurley. Sure. And uh, Gordon the, the won't Cowboys, be gone by the time the Cowboys are drafted. They need to take a cornerback. They need a DB in the first round, not a running back. But you're right. And But we always go back to this because typically it's the rookie running backs who make the impact, right? Last year it didn't happen except for Jeremy. I Hill. know. Bishop Sankey. I thought that it was going to be a good one. Me and too. It was, me it was too. A zero. Um, because the opportunity was there and he just, he, he just couldn't get on the field. And, and when he did get on the field, he just didn't produce. But... Now you're looking at the wide receivers after last year. You're looking at, oh, my God, you know, Mike Evans went off, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Kellen Benjamin, Jarvis Landry had an underrated rookie season, didn't have a lot of touchdowns. I love pointing it out, and I'm catches. pointing it out again. What is What happened at LSU? I know. How did they not score they 98 the worst points a game? defense ever. They Jarvis must have had the worst Landry defense ever. and Odell Beckham. Who, and who? Jeremy Hill. And, Jeremy and they Hill. had Zach Mettenberger. Right. Amazing! It's crazy. That, that is that unreal. Uh, and how about how about like these Clemson players? Yeah, All of a sudden, the Clemson one. Players the other, out of Clemson are going DeAndre off too. DeAndre Hopkins, Sammy Watkins, uh, um, Andre Ellington was doing well before he was injured. Martavis Bryan is another one. Taj Boyd at the trigger there. Not a pro guy, but so, uh, was a great college player. The, but so quarterback, and this will be the last point. That's sure. the thing I wanted to throw at you. You and I have gone back and forth on this. You have stayed with your theory that you don't need a quarterback. I have always applied that rule, and then a couple of years ago, I thought, you know what, I am going to try to get one of these top-tier QBs, and I didn't. It didn't work out. 
But now I'm now back to that because I think the assumption that there are so many good QBs that you can get Joe Flacco at the in the 10th or 11th or 12th round. You can get Cam Newton in the 10th round. That's good enough. And in the meantime, I'll build up my other positions. I think that it, you're giving up too much at this point because it's such a difference to have Aaron Rodgers and almost anybody else. If you can get Aaron Rodgers in the first round, I think you'd do it. I don't. I'm. I'm not going to uh, unsubscribe from my philosophy. Think about how his point totals on a. Con- the other thing is with mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is the consistency with which he puts those numbers up. If you feel like he, well, Tom Brady wants Matt, Matt Stafford puts up some decent numbers, yeah, but he doesn't. But those guys, the difference is Aaron Rodgers. You can just set your watch to him having low 30s. I mean, he's always going to give you his bad games ahead. Are, are high 20s. His, oh, his great games are I don't know about that one, my friend. Go back and look at uh, his, his game against Seattle, and then his game in Week 15 in the playoffs was not good in Buffalo. So, yeah, oh, no, yeah, that's true. he's awesome. He was hurt, though. but he, he, He's awesome, and he's going to be a first-round pick. He's just not going to be my first-round pick. I'm going to do I'm it. still going running backs. I really think because, like, there's six or eight running backs that you can take before the first quarterback. That's my point about what quarterback is because happening. There's a, such that, a difference between that top-tier QB and the guys that are productive, but you're still giving up eight or 12 points weekly to that. Let me ask you a question. Is this the year that we see a drop-off at quarterback? Peyton Manning comes back. He's 39. He was the 27th-ranked fantasy it. quarterback. We saw the drop-off. It happened he this past year. 27th-ranked fantasy quarterback in the last four weeks of the season. He cost me a championship against Matt Money Smith. Tom Brady's going to be Who was 38. good? Who was good besides Aaron Rodgers in fantasy? Andrew Luck was amazing. Andrew Luck. Okay. He had 40 right. touchdowns. I'm sorry. I forgot Luck. So it's Russell Rogers Wilson was really good, too, but can he do it again? He rushed for over 800 yards and six touchdowns. That's where he ac- accumulated a lot of his points. He only had 20 touchdown passes, but he had the third-most do you hear yourself talking? You're saying players. Russell Wilson's the third best fantasy quarterback. You don't think that's a drop-off? Last season, he was. I know. I'm saying that's not where it was three years ago. But I'm saying Peyton you Manning was still in the top five. You could sit back and wait and take any guy. Matt Ryan was going to put up a big number. Peyton Manning was still in the top five. He could fall out of the top five. Yes. Tom Brady. Drew Brees had a crummy year. Yes, right. Tom Brady is older. It is. Peyton Manning is Downright decrepit, and the young and the younger quarterbacks, the younger generation of quarterbacks, they haven't gotten to the point yet where oh. they can make up for those losses. I mean, l- talk about some of these younger quarterbacks: Derek Carr. I mean, he's, he's got a nice arm and he's got some upside. Blake Bortles, Teddy Bridgewater. Are any of us relying on these quarterbacks to lead us to a fantasy championship uh, next season? Thank no, you. No, thank my you. Point. I like Blake Bortles, and I like Derek Carr with Amari Cooper, Kevin White. I'd uh, like to see if Justin Blackman comes back, and then Bortles has got some weapons well, there with Allen Robinson and uh, and Marquise, Marquise Lee. Lee. Watch out for Marquise Lee in year two when he gets healthy. He's going to be uh, he's going to be dangerous. But so that's even uh, yes, it makes your point. Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck should be first round picks. There's no doubt about that, but. After those two quarterbacks, Hear what you're saying. they're making you're my saying point. First round guys, just the- wait. But for me, I can't do it. I mean, unless I'm at the end of the first round, and eight running backs have been taken off the board, and I can't grab an Adrian Peterson if he comes back to Minnesota or plays for Dallas, for example, then maybe I alter my strategy. All right, but you Here's know me, man. Old habits are hard to break. I'm going to try to do this with my draft this year. Okay. If I get, I would like to get Levy and Bell, Antonio Brown. Ben Roethlisberger and say goodnight. <laughs> that would be a great team. People don't overrate Ben Roethlisberger, though. He was one of the six best quarterbacks in fantasy football. He had, I know, he, he had Drew Brees beaten in fantasy points, but 45% of his points came in four games. 
four games. I got you. But he's going to do it again next year. I, I would I would like to that wager off- there's no that he doesn't have two six-touchdown games. Outside of injury, there's no reason that offense doesn't uh, stay that productive but get more consistent. I don't have him in my top ten. I don't. Wow, that is crazy. I All don't. right, we got to wrap it up. That's a fascinating point to leave on. You don't have Ben Roethlisberger in your I top don't. 10 QBs. No, he's on the uh, he's on the other end of that, so he's 11-12. He's in that area. This whole thing was fascinating to me, the fantasy talk at, in, you know, mid mid. Listen. Why are you so down on I know. it, Black you, This you, is you, a – draft strategy right now. This no is wonder Fouts eliminated you. This is a billion-dollar industry that goes 365 days fantasy. a year. And, oh, by the way, I'm with, you're just sour because I'm you with lost fantasy, white side. Uh, but I just don't like it when, uh, I can tell. when rig commissioners take my players from me. Fabs recated. I want you – Fabs recating Unreal. a winner in fantasy. I want you to have a column called that fabs recating a Bidding. winner okay that's a good one yeah all right so let's wrap it up we thanks to that. the great michael fabiano for joining us at michael underscore fabiano yes, sir then at nfl uk hank and at harrison, harrison NFL. nfl um good new game black tie i liked it this was one of my uh favorite podcasts we've done recently yeah it's a fun random one it was a wild card yeah i think we call these from now on ran, uh, wild card and you put in the sound of uh from joker's wild the uh, the old game <laughs> show the uh, the slot machine because you know you don't know what's going to come up you ding ding coming. ding 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 all that kind of stuff all right so that's it for us again a reminder go back to uh, nfl.com look up uh, my conversation on video or the audio with Shane Vereen, Legarrette Blunt, Brandon LaFell, good times with those guys also uh, on the uh, around the NFL podcast always good times with those fellows check it all out and uh, we'll be back with more Hootie and Applesauce later on in the meantime thanks so much football fans you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.